Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. My name is Mike, and this is The Daily Run. And we are roaming through Romans, and we are in Romans chapter 12. And we've been talking about the body of Christ and how um, we are members of one body, and not all the members have the same function. Um, that, uh, you know, the body of Christ is the believers. All the believers are his body. We make up his body and we don't all have the same function. Uh, I think that's probably fairly obvious, but it's a, it's a huge thing when you get to that place where you can recognize um, what it says in verse four, which is, whereas we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Um, there's some things in there I think that are, are really uh, valuable to keep in mind. One of them is that we're different. God created us different, created us with different skills, different talents, different mindsets, different experiences. And one of the mistakes that we often make, and when I say we, I'm talking about myself, um, and I'm sure others as well, but the mistake I often make is that I see things through the light of my own experience or through the lens of my own experience and through the lens of my giftedness and through the lens of my own calling and through the lens of my own talents. And by doing so, um, oftentimes I can become very critical of others or I can become judgmental of others and think, well, they're not doing enough and they're not, uh, they should be doing things like I'm doing things or I should, will think things like, you know, they, why, why don't they care about this or care about that? And I, I've talked about that in the last few episodes about ha- being careful not to have that attitude or not to be seeing things in light of just my own giftings, my own calling, um, because other people have their own gifting and their own calling and their own experience. And remember, your experience is not just for you. God didn't just give you experiences so that you could have an experience. He gave you experiences so that you would grow and so that you could use those experiences to gain wisdom and use that wisdom to benefit others, not just yourself. So anyway, let's, let's knock open uh, some more verses here. Verse six, he's talking about, remember, he's talking about the body of Christ, how we have different giftings, the body, we have different people have different jobs. And he says this, he says, having then differing our gifts differing according to the grace that is given us, right? It's a gift. Grace, he's saying. So, okay, according to the, this, the gifts that have been given to us, and he's very clear to say that's according to the grace that is given to us, he says, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. And he's going to go on and say some more things, but I want to be very clear about something that he's very clear about, and I don't want you to miss it. He says, having then gifts, right? Well, what's a gift? A gift is not something you've earned. Uh, Sometimes we get that mixed up because sometimes in our modern American culture, you get rewards, right? You get a reward because you did a good job or you get rewarded because you put in the effort, you get rewarded. And that's not what he's talking about. These are not rewards. These are gifts. These are freely given things. And I love it because he says it twice, right? Verse six, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given us. And that the word gifts there in grace have the same root word um, of charis or in charisma, which are the word grace, a unmerited favor, free gift. And so what he's pointing out here, and, and don't miss it, is that your giftedness is not because you are great or because you are worthy or because you earned it. It's not, 
you're if you have the gift of ministry or teaching or prophecy or leadership or whatever it's not because you did something great to earn it it's a gift it's a free gift and to recognize it as so that you've been given this gift what for what sake well for the sake of the body it wasn't given to you for your own personal glory for your own personal advancement for your own personal um growth or uh, power it's not you know you weren't given these gifts so you can lord it over others you know remember when jesus talked about that with his disciples that you know in the world you know the leaders lord it over others they rule over others that's greatness but that's not greatness in the kingdom in the kingdom of god it's serving so he says this having then gifts differing according to the grace that was given us let us use them so again whatever gift you happen to have um use it now keep this in mind because you'll recognize i hope you'll recognize that he's not building a spiritual hierarchy and this is something that's dangerous and happening in a lot of churches right now is they're building these spiritual hierarchies where they have apostles who are like super christians and then they have prophets who are like super christians and then they have pastors who are like kind of normal spiritual leaders still and then they have regular christians but you should be striving to be the super ones and we have to be careful because anytime you've got a position of authority there's the opportunity to abuse the authority right just like anything else i said anytime you've been given a gift there's going to be an opportunity to use it for the lord or to use it for your own purposes and so i guess there's another option and that is the option of you have a giftedness and you just don't use it. You're not willing to use it for whatever reason. And so that's his point. And he says that he says, let us use them. Verse six, if prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. So if you've been given the gift of prophecy, declaring God's word, um, then do it. He says, or ministry, let us use it in ministering. All right. So if your gift is, serving well then serve if he says he who teaches in teaching so you know there's there's not just prophecy proclaiming the word of god but it's also teaching which is expounding upon the word of god which is an important job you know some people say oh you don't need anybody to teach you because the bible says you need that no one teach you but the holy spirit but at the same time he's saying look there are people that are gifted in teaching um and when he's talking about you don't need a teacher, what he's saying is you don't need to have that one person that you sit under and you learn from them and and you you every they're the they're like your spiritual teacher and you can't get anything apart from them. Now that's kind of the the idea is having this, you know, my well he's my rabbi and in and being in that spot where well he's my pastor and you know I don't listen to other ones and I don't. You know, I need to know what my pastor says and getting in that spot where you are reliant upon him to tell you what to think and what to believe. That's dangerous. And so there is teaching, which is the expounding upon God's word, helping to, you know, to clarify those parts that need clarifying to um, to explain things in a way that are understanding. Some people have that gift. Some people don't. I've sat in many churches where the pastor did not have the gift of teaching when he talked and tried to explain things, it just became more confusing. Um, the next one, he says, he who exhorts 
an exhortation. Now, exhorting is like encouraging people to do what God's word says. So you've got like the one, the gift of prophecy declaring, this is what God's word says. The teacher who says, this is what God's word says. Here's a way to understand what he's saying. The exhorter is the one that says, if God said this, then we should do this, you know? So the exhorter is the one who's telling you, walk in holiness, walk in righteousness. You're, you know, he's the one that's exhorting you to do it, right? Um, so those are three different aspects of when it comes to God's word. Um, they're not the only ones. All right, we'll keep going. He says, he who gives with liberality, which means like giving loosely. If you're going to give, then give. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And so again, he's just doing these pairs, these little couplets of, of ideas. You know, if you have this gift, then do it. If you have this gift, then put it in action. If you have this gift, put it in action. And so that's something you ought to be doing. You ought to be looking at your life and saying, what are my gifted? Where, where are my gifts? And some of you have lots of gifts. Some of you are not sure what yours are. Um, but whatever you have, what gift or ability God has given you, use it. And if you're not sure how, then start praying. Uh, say, you know, start praying like, God, how do I use this? How do I, I've got this gift. I've got this talent. I've got this ability. I want to use it. Just open up doors for me to use it. And be ready and be looking because you know what's going to happen? He's going to, you know, he's going to. And if he doesn't open that door for you to use that gift and you're like, I want to do this, I want to do this. Sometimes what happens is we're, we're looking for God to approve of us using it for our own glory. And, he, and so sometimes he puts the brakes on us. You know, sometimes he knows like, no, you're not ready to use this gift yet. You've got this gift, but right now you don't have the humility to use it. And so we're going to hold off. We're going to put you in a place where you're not using that. But really our job is just being willing. So whatever your giftedness is today, start praying and say, God, how do I use this? And look for opportunities. Look for opportunities to put them into action. God bless you. Talk to you tomorrow.